0: To listen to the Go Home Show, check us out on iTunes. Subscribe and leave us a rating and a comment. If you'd rather stream the show, go to youtube.com slash ericpedor and check us out.
1: We want to thank our sponsor, Loot Crate. Go to lootcrate.com slash mega64 to sign up for a cool new themed package to be delivered direct to your door every month. Again, that's lootcrate.com slash mega64 and use the keyword mega64 at checkout.
0: Go Go home. Go home. Go home.
1: All right, guys, and welcome to episode 14 of the Go Home Show. I am Eric Bedour. I'm here alongside my best friend, my tag team partner, my cohort, my partner in crime, uh, the <laughs> man I've known the longest, the man I've loved the most, uh, the man <laughs> I've been through more than any other person in my life. That's right, Brian Abushakar. Brian, how you doing today? I've been doing very good. Yeah, you yeah. Been, you've been doing good all day long. All day long. What'd you do all day? What did you do all day long? I watched Draw, and yeah. then I watched NXT while playing Peace Walker. You watched NXT while playing Peace Walker. Mm. How did you do that? What did you have NXT on? My laptop. Oh, and okay. So we're going to get some real in-depth analysis from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did you think about the Alexa Bliss Charlotte match? Oh, I thought it was good. This tank just came out of nowhere. <laughs> I really had to take it down fast. No, they
0: tell you when the tanks are coming. <laughs> So I paused
1: it and watched that match. How have you liked uh, Peace Walker? It was really good. Yeah, yeah. You think it's uh, you think it's like a decent game? Because I know you weren't like digging it. I like when it first came out. I know you didn't really like play it that much. Yeah.
0: Well, I first played on PSP, and it was really hard to play it on that. Mm-hmm. And then when it came out on uh, PlayStation Three, mm-hmm. it uh, I got to the first tank battle, and I'm so used to playing it one way that it was really hard for me to not play it that way mm-hmm. during tank battles. So
1: most of the game I play it one way. Tank battles I play a whole different way. So. Would you recommend that game to people? Absolutely. Are you playing it just because you haven't played Grand Zeros yet and you really want to get ready for Grand Zeros? That was my motivation. But uh-huh. now I'm playing it because, like, that's what I want to do. Uh-huh. That's a lot of video game talk from a professional wrestling podcast. And yep. we didn't even talk about how much we like WWF No Mercy yeah. and how it's the or best one. Oh, yeah. We <laughs> when we go live on Tuesdays, uh, we pick a video game, that like a WWF video game that we list. <laughs> so that way, if you ever stumble across the Mega 64 podcast, like, channel on Twitch, It'll say that we're playing a game, and this week we picked WWF Betrayal, which I think is like a Game Boy Color game. Was it? I don't know. I think so. Uh, I've never personally played it, so it's Mm -mm. probably honestly garbage. Yeah. Uh, So, oh well. (laughs) Uh, WWF Betrayal, go check it out. Go check it out. Go waste your fucking time with it. Was that the one with, like, Mr. Perfect and... No. Okay. No. I think WWF, WWF Betrayal, I think, is a side-scrolling beat-em-up where you can be The Rock, Triple H, Stone Cold, or The Undertaker, I think. I want that then, game. And then, uh, like, Vince McMahon is going to, like, take the title from you or something. I don't know. It's a Game Boy Color game, so it's not very good. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, no, I'm, I'm talking about, like, an
0: old-school, I think it's WWF Superstars mm-hmm. on the Game Boy, mm-hmm. and I used to always play as Hulk
1: Hogan, mm-hmm. and I would win every single time by count-out. <laughs> Uh, there was a there's a wrestling game on the NES mm. uh that was like based on actual wrestlers, like Japanese wrestlers, but like not really them. And I think it was called like Tecmo World Wrestling or something. Uh-huh. That game was fucking awesome and fun. I just remember you could do a giant swing. Mm -hmm. And so when Cesaro started doing the swing, this is what I remember. You could do the swing, and it would spin him, and it would go into, like, a cut scene where the announcer was at the bottom. And he would go, round and round and round he goes where he stops, nobody knows. And I thought that was so lame. Even at, like, seven, I thought that was so (laughs) lame. I'm like, all right, whatever. This is the giant swing. No big deal. Uh, But, Brian, that's enough video game chat. From a professional wrestling podcast, so let's get down to business Yes, to defeat the Huns. That's oh Disney God. Chat from a professional wrestling podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we start with NXT. Yep. NXT came from uh, Florida once again, their home base at Full Sail University. Uh, started hot and heavy action right <laughs> out of the gate. What are we going to get? The Ascension. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Who are they going to what, – what hot tag team are they going to get? What established tag team are they going to get? Uh, we're going to get The Ascension versus Buddy Murphy and Elias Sampson. Yeah, newcomers. Uh, I think Buddy Murphy was debuting. It mm-hmm. uh, They mentioned apparently his character is that he likes to swim with sharks and then has gear that looks like it was eaten by sharks. Uh, it was all tattered and like dumb-looking. Sorry, Buddy Murphy, I know you're listening to this. But uh, your gear leaves much to be desired. It was just like a weaker version of the Justin Gabriel. Like, I jump out of planes and I swim with sharks. It was just, I'm Buddy Murphy and I think I got ate by a shark. (laughs) Buddy Murphy got eaten by the Ascension. (laughs) The Ascension destroyed Buddy Murphy and uh, Elias uh, Sampson did not even come in. Mm. Uh, Buddy Murphy just got killed. Uh, They ended the match with Fall of Man relatively quickly, which I was happy about because Uh, I
0: do not like watching the Ascension I
1: don't like watching them because the storytelling in the ring is hey we're just gonna squash these guys yeah that's why I don't like uh, their gimmick is for like 14 year old dudes I get it Mm -hmm. whatever Uh, I can look beyond that but the storytelling that they have in the match is just like hey look at these guys squash hey look at these guys squash All right, I get it the only time they've had like not a squash match was that six man tag with Corey Graves who's fucking disappeared yeah where is Corey Graves I hope he's not injured Man, I hope I hope he's okay. I hope he's around. Corey Graves, I know you're listening to this. Let us know. Email us. Go home show at mega64.com. Let yeah. us know where you are. Please don't stay down. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so now funny. he thinks I'm mocking him. <laughs> <laughs> now he's gonna be pissed. Uh after the match, the Ascension said uh, uh I think Connor grabbed the mic and yeah. essentially said feed me more. And then Victor grabbed the <laughs> mic. <laughs> Victor grabbed the mic and said, "We've destroyed other. We've destroyed everyone. Give us something new to destroy." Out comes Calisto and call Yay! Uh, call, who I guess we're supposed to not know, is Ricardo Rodriguez, even though they sound the same. Like, is, so
0: obviously, Ricardo Rodriguez. Very, very funny. But yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think that's
1: funny. I think it's um, cool. They come out. call says, "Hey, we're going to challenge you to a match," and then. Lu cha, lu cha. And that chant kind of starts, but mostly the crowd, the crowd is just chanting ya. Yeah. Because that's what they chant for Connor. I don't get it. I don't know where ya started. I don't care for it. I don't like it. Stop it. Yep. Stop it. I agree. Because uh, you're making people in the back go, ooh, the Ascension Man, they're really going to get over. Mm-mm. No, they're no, not. No, they're not. Uh, Next, we had Sami Zayn to backstage promo. We had backstage promos from all the guys uh, who are going to be in the triple threat tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sami Zayn is backstage, and he's saying he he has uh, an obsession with winning the NXT yes. title. Uh, he's been obsessed with other things, but his new obsession, he's one step closer to winning the NXT, NXT title. Which is fine. I thought, that yeah. was a, I thought it was an okay promo. Pretty good promo. Uh, I feel like he's very genuine when he speaks. Yeah. And uh, I like that about him. Me so. too. Give him some mic time. Yeah, see what he can do. Yep. Next comes uh, Charlotte with Sasha Banks. She's going to take on Alexa Bliss. This is a semifinals match in the NXT yep. uh, Women's Title Tournament. Uh, do you have anything to say about this match, or were yeah, you no, like sneaking it. up behind people, like taking them out? At CKC? I no. I paused. The game for this match. Ooh, <laughs> NXT Women's Division. Yeah, my favorite thing going in NXT. Yeah, I like it more than I the don't tag care. division. Mm-hmm. I like it more than the singles division. Yep. I like it more than like the, the NXT title stuff. Yeah, I, the, the women's division in NXT, mm-hmm. I tune into and look forward to every week. It's it's more dynamic than anything I else. Absolutely, agree. Charlotte's
0: really good. It's it's funny seeing her put um put people into like you know uh, what's it called uh, abdominal, abdominal stretches. Stretch. When it's like so obvious that she's too tall,
1: yeah, it's it, <laughs> to but put like Alexa Bliss, but, in but it's really a bummer stretch. I was watching it and thinking the same thing, yeah. Because Alexa Bliss is so small and, yeah. and Charlotte's so tall that it's kind of hard. Like that dynamic's really interesting because you don't get that a lot in women's mm-hmm. matches. No. The only time that happens is like Tamina taking yeah. women on, or like when uh, who has also disappeared. Yeah, right. Yeah, she kind of like lost that match and went away. Yeah, I wish she would kind of stick around. Oh well, yeah. um, but no. I thought it was overall it was a good match. I thought, I thought it was okay. Good Alexa, wrestling. Alexa Bliss really didn't have much offense Mm-mm. at all. Uh, I think it's funny Charlotte at the beginning of all her matches does a little homage to her dad where she uh, she backs in the ropes and kind of like bounces off them and oh. kind of like takes a couple steps. That's like a, that's like a Ric Flair move. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah she does that every match, yeah. and I always think that's like oh that's a cool homage to her dad. I've been watching a lot of like older WCW. We talked about that last yeah. week. Yeah, um, man, she looks a lot like her dad. Man, she looks a lot like her dad. Man, she looks a lot like her dad. I want to go back and watch a lot of that stuff too because
0: specifically for Ric Flair um, because I remember I think uh, WrestleMania 1 or 2 where it was like Ric Flair and he was like Mm -hmm. all into it and it's a lot of fun to see young Ric
1: Flair when he was the Just watch all that Clash of the the Champions stuff that they put up. I highly recommend all the early like 89, 90 WCW Clash of the Champions. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Like you'll see spots that you've never seen before. The Hmm. crowds are super hot. It's a lot of fun to see people maybe who didn't necessarily make it in the business but you recognize them like in other capacities. Yeah. Uh it's just really cool. I really recommend Clash of the Champions. Uh but anyway, sorry, we got very off track. Charlotte beat uh Alexa Bliss with her finisher which was a flip cutter mm-hmm. which is called Bow Down to the Queen which Whatever, is, that's fine by me. That that's like a mouthful for yeah. a finisher. <laughs> like it's got it's got to be snappier. Uh Charlotte I know you're listening to this Just come up with a quicker name That's okay Announcers come up with a better name for it Yeah Anybody come up with a better name for it Uh, Alexa Bliss again Didn't get much offense I like Alexa Bliss still She's a cute Mm -hmm. little pixie girl Uh, And I think that she has a future ahead of her Yeah As the kind of like underdog little scrappy Uh, She reminds me a lot of like Trish Stratus When Trish Stratus started making that turn From like valet to women's wrestling Mm -hmm. She reminds me of uh, Oh god what's her name The Holly girl Molly Holly Yeah she reminds me a lot of Molly Holly Mm -hmm. So there you go Yeah I, I really like the NXT women's division. Mm-hmm. Tyler Breeze came out next, and uh, he had a promo where he said that Canadians are genetically predisposed to not be gorgeous. So Tyson Kidd and Sami <laughs> Zayn are already off on the wrong foot. They will not be winning tonight. Mm-mm. He also said that uh, they're all about respect, and Tyler Breeze says like when you have respect or whatever, mm-hmm. you, will only, you will only go so far. He will not yeah. stop there is no line he will keep going absolutely i thought that was very cool i thought it was I, really cool. i thought it was a, i thought it was a nice promo mm-hmm. him playing that character is a little funny i think it like he doesn't quite have like the full feel of like
0: what yeah he,
1: like how he wants to talk or something it's like it's like a step away from being like oh you got it yeah uh but, but i like I, it uh, but i i do like tyler breeze mm-hmm. next we had mojo rally and aiden english um aiden english comes down and sings a song I hate Mojo Rally. <laughs> uh, Mojo Rally won with the Hyperdrive. Any course.
0: comments about this match? Yeah, I didn't watch it because, oh, my <laughs> God. I watched the beginning of it because of Aiden English, uh-huh. and then I just went, okay, now we're going to
1: have see a bullshit match, so Aiden- I'm okay. Aiden English has the smallest waist of any man <laughs> I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. I, he Ugh. is so, he, what a thin guy. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he will get, like, he'll bulk up, and he'll be doing something. He just, somebody has to teach him how to, like, hit the weights the right way and then all of a sudden you're gonna see that guy put on like crazy muscle yeah. and it's gonna be like oh shit mm-hmm. oh, okay this guy's like somebody uh i like aiden english this match was not uh, a showcase for him no unfortunately sadly again mojo rally won with the hyperdrive whatever yeah. moving on tyson kids in the back and he's wrapping his hands up ready for a fight mm-hmm. he says that he believes in second chances and uh, NXts the place for that any opinions about his promo it's
0: good. Generic yeah. promo. I mean, he that that's the thing about Tyson Kidd is that I think he's a good guy that you can kinda toss in anywhere mm-hmm. any gimmick and he'll be good.
1: He's not necessarily the best talker, Mm-mm. but um I thought that his promo was okay. Yeah. Uh built the story enough. Yeah. It was just we needed three promos from the three guys from the triple threat. And yeah. and it achieved its goal. Yep. Next we had uh Angelo Dawkins, who we talked about, uh, I think, two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Who uh, we were a little high on. That was nice against Colin Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Colin Cassidy dominated this match. It was a squash. Yes. Uh, I think. don't think Angelo Dawkins got any offense in, which is mm. kind of a bummer. Uh, Angelo danced a lot at the beginning of the match <laughs> and then got beat up. Colin Cassidy's a guy that mm. can. Uh, you can put into any kind of match, and he can play the big man or he can play the guy who kind of gets beat up a lot because yeah. he's in that in-between size. Yeah. Yeah. Um, NXT is the place where guys haven't quite put on enough muscle. Where people in WWE are like, "Oh, this guy's huge. Let's bring him up." Right. So it's like thinner big guys, yeah, which is interesting to see. Um, um, but I like the way he looks. I think me that, too. I, I think I think it's good, and the crowd likes him. Keep him where he's at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the crowd's behind him. Like, don't
0: don't bulk him up.
1: No, he's, in, he's not going to look good. But that's that's the way. That's pro wrestling, man. Yeah, that's that's the way it is. Uh, Colin Cassidy won with a boot to the side of the head of Angelo Dawkins, and then the East River Plunge or something? <laughs> what do I have written down? It is the... Oh, East River Crossing. Still don't fucking get it. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a spinning si- uh, sit-out side slam. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks good. It's what Billy Gunn used as a finisher when he was the one Billy Gunn. Uh, it was the Gunslinger, where it's the uh, the side slam. Like, the world's strongest slam, and then turn one way and spin into... Almost like a rock bottom. Oh, But okay. it's a sit-out. I see. Um, it looked good. During that match, CJ Parker carrying around... Um, Probably highlight of the night. Yeah, CJ Parker carrying a mat, a sign around that said like "No extra toxins" or something. Yeah. and then on the other side it said "This sign's recyclable." <laughs> and he's just in the crowd protesting. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I like it. Uh, anytime you can get that guy on, I, I like CJ Parker more and more. Yeah, me too. Uh, that guy's the true heel of NXT. Nobody fucking likes him. He's the bo- like boat Everyone hates Bo Dallas, but I feel like Bo Dallas is leaving, and we all understand. Yeah. CJ Parker is the new guy where everyone just goes, "Fuck you." Really hate him. It's great, and no, that's, that's what you need more of. Mm-hmm. Backstage now, um, Bo Dallas goes up to JBL and he says, "JBL, listen, you're the general manager of NXT. Give I need a title match." Yeah. Uh, I've been inundated with letters, and people have been calling my Bo Dallas hotline he had like two Manila folders and a bunch of blank envelopes. <laughs> people have been calling my Bo Dallas hotline, telling me that they Bo want Dallas me to hotline. telling me that they want me to have an NXT title match. JVL is so like goofy in this promo, but I love him. Yeah. he's just like you can tell he's having fun. Mm-hmm. Totally great. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says that he'll give Bo Dallas a title match if he beats his next opponent. Who is not John Cena, it's Big E Uh, Bo Dallas guessed it was John Cena I don't know why you would want to face John Cena But there's, I think that if Bo Dallas Gimmick, when he gets called up to WWE Is that he like really idolizes John Cena I'm really gonna like that (laughs) (laughs) I think that's gonna be like A really cool touch If he like, if he goes up to people And starts talking to them about like what John Cena (laughs) always says, I think that's gonna be Really funny John Cena says never give up (laughs) I hope I hope he starts <laughs> doing stuff like that. That'd be hilarious. Oh man, I think that's great. Yeah. So, uh, John John Bradshaw Layfield is says that if Bo Dallas can beat Biggie, yeah, he will have a title match. But twist, let's put a little, put a little Dutch on it. Um, if he loses to Biggie, mm-hmm. uh, guess what? He's Out NXT. <gasps> Guys, what do you think is gonna happen? <laughs> What could be happening with the guy who's debuting on Friday on SmackDown? After NXT <laughs> where he'll probably lose. What? To Biggie Langston. No, he's gonna win and then he's gonna win the NXT title. Oh. And then he'll bring the NXT title to WWE uh-huh. and then it'll be the new European championship. Look, WWE needs new titles.
0: If you think <laughs> WWE
1: needs more titles, Fuck die. Off. Go somewhere and die you're dumb (laughs) they can combine it
0: with the uh world heavyweight championship (laughs) and it'll be the wwe nxt
1: world (laughs) heavyweight championship (laughs) so bo dallas will be losing i assume on thursday and then uh he'll be debuting Mm -hmm. on friday on smackdown they're in london again and uh they're taping smackdown so there you go yeah uh after jbl and bo dallas have a nice little uh conversation we get a red hot main event Tyler Breeze, Tyson Kidd, Sami Zayn, number one contender the NXT title. Uh, the the winner here is going to have a match at NXT Takeover, which I think is in 2 weeks. I don't think it's this week. I think it's next week, I think. I think. Isn't it It's yeah, it's the 29th, so it's next the, Thursday. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what they're going to do for mm-hmm. that. Um that's probably when uh, the Luchas will fight the Ascension and, yep. and the uh, Women's Championship thing's going to happen. It's yep. going to be just like another night yeah. of like big stuff. There's
0: still one more match between, I think, Sasha Banks and Natty for yep. uh, whoever
1: goes to the final round. Yeah, I would assume Sasha Banks wins that mm-hmm. and then Charlotte and Sasha Banks have to fight in the Aww. match. I know. BFFs. Sorry. Uh, so we get this main event, uh, Triple Threat. The match itself, I thought, was pretty good. Yeah. It It is the classic... Triple threat, so toss one guy out of the ring, and then mm-hmm. two guys fight, and then toss one guy out of the ring, and the other guy comes in, and then yeah. two guys fight, and keep doing that. And then have a couple triple, triple threats, or triple, like, move spots. Yeah. There was an exploder German suplex, I think, or something like that. Yeah. There there were a couple of, like, cool little spots throughout the match. Um, didn't like the world on fire. Thought it was pretty good, though. Yeah. Um, the end of the match came where, let me see if I can get this right. Tyler Breeze is in the corner. Uh, Sami Zayn runs in, hits the hell of a kick. Tyson Kidd tosses Sami Zayn over the top rope to the outside, mm-hmm. then throws Tyler Breeze onto the ground, onto the mat, mm-hmm. hits the diving elbow, one, two, three, right as Sami Zayn's about to come in and, and make the up. stop. So yeah. Tyson Kidd is going to NXT TakeOver to take on uh, Adrian Neville for the NXT title. What do you think about that?
0: That's interesting since Tyson Kidd and Adrian Neville are both supposed to be faces. So
1: Yeah, and they're both high flyers. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see where that's going to be going.
0: It'll be interesting. It'll be a good match. I, I, I think they're really going to put it out for us. We're going to see some really nice high flying match, um, you know, moves in that match. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. But, you know, Neville's kind of skimmed that line for me of, like, you talk kind of like a heel mm-hmm. and you're almost annoying enough. And, I mean, <laughs> he has the face of a heel. I know. So it's only natural to me, but he I guess people really love him because of the big spots.
1: Yeah, so. his his spots are so like you can't I just don't see that guy ever being a heel. His yeah. spots are like too crazy. Yeah. The only way he would be a heel is that if he stopped doing all that stuff, like was going for it and then stops and goes, No, not worth it. Whatever. Yeah. Like that's how you make that guy a heel, but then even that's like, all right, whatever. Right. Um so that's the end of NXT. Uh any notes on that match? Decent? It Pretty was good? good. Yeah. Cool. And that'll roll right into SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown starts where Cena is making jokes uh, in a promo and he's saying he's like (sighs) won all these last man standing matches and he's goofing around and everything. Then Bray Wyatt comes on the Titan Tron and tells him he's a big old dummy. And then, uh, hey, John Cena, don't make jokes. He's got the whole world. I just think that's funny. Yeah. But don't make jokes. I'm going to sing the song.
0: Let me sing the song.
1: It's a a little goofy, but it works. Uh, Um, I'll get behind it. John Cena promos are not Bad. not my cup of tea. No. Um they're the same they have been for like 8 years so yeah. whatever, moving on. Uh the Usos took on the Brotherhood? Mm-hmm. Uh Cody Rhodes has gold dust face on his on his boots. Mhm. I still like that. Me too? Uh, I think that's cool. Are they turning both of them heel? I don't think they're turning Gold Dust heel. Okay, cuz
0: there were some moves like in that match like Gold Dust seemed way more aggressive than
1: he's been. He but he, he always starches, starts starts ma- matches like really 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 aggressively. Okay. Um But I I can kind of see what you're going for. I think what they'll do is probably have Cody Rhodes cheat to win like in a couple more matches Mm -hmm. and Goldust will be like, hey man, you can't do that and then he'll turn on Goldust. Mm. I would think that's where it's going because this match went where Cody Rhodes did everything right. Good for him. Hits the disaster kick. Mm -hmm. One, two, gets pulled out. Unoso is on the outside. Boo. Pulls Cody Rhodes off of Tuso. Uh Uh, Cody Rhodes gets back in the ring. Eats a super kick and a splash Mm -hmm. uh, by Tuso and then... uh, the commentators are going, oh, the uh, win for the Usos. Over, All right. Great yeah. out. And then uh, Cody Rhodes on the outside next to JBL, and he's just yelling and looking at JBL, saying, What am I doing wrong? <laughs> what am I doing wrong? And that's it. Yeah. And then he gets up and walks to the back with the Gold Dust. Uh, I didn't think the match is anything crazy, whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cool that Gold Dust
0: kept calling for, uh, for a lockup. Oh, yeah. That's something you don't see a lot anymore. Mm-hmm. And you don't, I'm not in WWE. You mm-hmm. see it a lot in the indies.
1: Man, wouldn't it be cool if Goldust and Cody Rhodes both turned heel, though? That that's what, I would like to see a heel Goldust. I,
0: I feel like that's kind of what they're going towards because you can't, I don't want to say you can't split them up, but I would care even less about them uh, if you did.
1: I understand, yeah. So
0: turn them heel, have them go against the Usos for the tag team yep. championship. I would be okay with that. Yeah. There you go. Goldust is a great heel. Yep. He knows how to work
1: a crowd. Maybe it mm-hmm. will help uh, Cody get some of the experience he needs. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. that would be cool to see. Yep. Uh, next, we have El Torito against Heath Slater. Heath Slater apparently requested this match after getting pinned on Monday by <laughs> El Torito. Yep. Uh, a little comedy match where uh, Heath Slater is holding El Torito and then Hornswoggle comes in and he's going to hit El Torito, but then misses and hits Heath Slater. And mm-hmm. it's a big blow up and Hornswoggle gets tossed to the outside and then Heath Slater loses to a moonsault from Torito again. Yeah. I like these matches still. I love them too. I'm, I'm still having fun with uh, Los Matadores, Torito, and 3MB. I love it. I, anytime I can see 3MB, I'm having a good time. I like 3MB. I
0: used to not like them, mm-hmm. but this time around, I, I, they've just been way more funny.
1: I, mm-hmm. I've been... I give them a lot of credit because they, they don't mind being goofy as hell. And yeah. They're fun. They're fun to watch. It, it's, um, been a, it's been a good time. I would love to see Drew McIntyre break out, but that's what we talk about every week. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Uh, next, we had a Ziggler... pro no, no, no. I'm sorry. I fast-forwarded to this next part. It was Natalia <laughs> and Nikki Bella... With Eva Marie as a special guest referee, I can't personally. I apologize. I don't do this often or ever really. I don't fast forward through matches. I don't skip matches. I watch the whole thing. Eva Marie as the referee, I, I like physically. <laughs> I physically could not watch this really? match. I had to skip it.
0: It had some good wrestling in it. It.
1: Hey, that might that might have been true. The referee aspect of that mm-hmm. really had me like hard up. I couldn't. I really couldn't well, watch, watch
0: it. Total Divas, and you'll know why.
1: I don't watch Total Divas. Well,
0: Neither do I, but. That's what they want you to do.
1: <laughs> it got renewed for a third season. I know. I just so excited. saw it. No. So excited. I, mean, I don't care. Um, the end of the match came where Natalia went for a surfboard and then Nikki Bella reversed it into a pin mm-hmm. and then Eva Marie went and took it a very long time to count three.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish uh, that more Divas matches wouldn't end in
1: roll-ups. and like, They all they all do and it's a bummer. I, I get that not many of them have it's finishing moves. But like the Page Divas... It's like, they have like the divas separated into two things. Mm-hmm. There's like the divas who are like wrestling, mm-hmm. and then later in the night is like the total divas. Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't know. Oh, I just got it. Total divas. I'm oh, sorry. The name just clicked with oh,
0: me. Oh, like, yeah, like she's a total yeah, diva? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Just clicked with me. No.
1: <laughs> really? I swear to God. I swear to God I didn't. I didn't think about it as like a punny name kind of thing. <laughs> I just understood it. As uh, as I said, the wrestling divas and then the total divas. Oh, the total divas. Oh, they're total divas. Oh, that's funny. So I'm not watching total divas. Nope. Uh, next we have Ziggler backstage uh, cutting a promo on Batista. Thought it was a good promo. Yeah. Where he says Batista is the animal he didn't evolve. Ha ha ha. He is the weak link of Evolution. Uh, then uh, out comes Ziggler. He's going to fight Batista. Uh, Batista just hits him in the dick and then power bombs him two times. <laughs> Batista, you are you're the weak link. Dick hit, powerbomb inside the ring, powerbomb on the barricade.
0: Oh, Damn. shit. Batista has had to cheat to win in the last three matches he's been in, I believe. Holy shit. And this includes Monday night, wow. like this past episode. Yeah, ep- no, you're right. Last week. You're right, you're right. Oh, so, that's funny. I mean, I am, I, Hey, good, good stat there. I didn't mm-hmm. even think about that. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that builds
1: the heel aspect of, you know, yep. evolution. Yep. I love it. Did you have any any notes from that match at all? Just that he's had to cheat to yep. win. Yeah, that that's a good note. Mm-hmm. That's a very good note. Uh, next, we had the barn burner that was Sheamus versus Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil cut a really good promo. Yeah, he, he cut did. a really good
0: promo in the he ring. He did, and then he got Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Yeah,
1: I got. I was like really proud of Titus O'Neil, but then as soon as he finished talking, I just went. Oh, I was just going to eat a brogue kick and yep. get pinned, and then he ate a brogue kick and got pinned. Uh, it's A shameful you- thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was my only My only note from this match Is that uh, Titus O'Neill, Good promo mm-hmm. Next out was uh, Santino and S- uh, Damien Sandow mm-hmm. Damien Sandow Very aggressive at the During the first 10 seconds Yeah And then it quickly Turned around And then in the next 10 seconds Caught a cobra Got pinned But Then got on the microphone And started saying Aren't I a good little soldier Yeah Didn't I do a great job Didn't I come out here And do my job I love and it then, And then they cut God, his mic so good And he handcuffed Handcuffed, he's handcuffed.
0: P- people who keep going, oh man,
1: Sando's like, remember the potential he had. I mean, do you not see what they're doing with him. They they wouldn't do this with him if they didn't they're, have anything for. Like this is Mike time on a TV show, like tw- on both of your main TV shows. On oh, he's even on like Superstars and shit doing this. Yeah, and, like, main event.
0: Like this is great. Mm-hmm. This is this is how you slow build a character yep. up. So,
1: something's gonna happen. I
0: think I feel like they're they're going back to the
1: old way of actually, like, building a character oh, up. Oh, th- this is what we've complained about every week, which is people don't get mic time. Yeah. And now somebody's getting mic time, and people on the internet are people on the internet are going, w- what is this? Thanks, guys. It's how you build a character. Keep the faith. Fucking idiots. Uh, we have R-Truth against uh, Cesaro. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, uh, what's up is a Swiss uppercut, mm-hmm. and then a uh, gotch style neutralizer. And a one, two, three pin, And that is what's up, R-Truth. R-Truth. Thanks for still coming. Uh, thanks for having a job. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for lip rings and uh, dreadlocks. What's up? <laughs> uh, right into the main event, John Cena against Eric Rowan. I hate the way Eric Rowan spells his name because it's E-R-C. E-R-I-C-K. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, this match was okay. Was about as good as I expected from John Cena mm-hmm. and Eric Rowan. Yeah. Um Rowan kind of gets the upper hand here and there, and then uh, the Usos come and knock Harper off and, and keep the Wyatt family at bay, and yeah. then Cena hits the AA, and that's the end of the match. Um, yeah. It I, ends with uh, Cena staring down Bray Wyatt. Uh, yeah. They're going to have a last-man-standing match. It's a Cena match.
0: Yeah. That, those those are my notes for that yep. match. It, like, the Wyatt-Cena match is a Cena match. Yep. It's, oh, yeah, John Cena. Yep. Mm, I'm so good. There you go.
1: Uh, that'll roll us right into Any other notes from SmackDown?
0: Yeah. Um, they had a, f- a few things I wanted to bring up because I thought maybe some people would have questions about it. Yeah. They had a, a Daniel Bryan surgery update yeah. in the show mm-hmm. on a show that's filmed on Tuesday yeah. when the surgery was on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you think they actually go back and re-record that before they release it? What do you mean re-record like, what? Like, re-record that. Do you think that um, the, the time where they talk about Daniel Bryan in the surgery, you think they just forecast right whatever they think is going to happen, like a successful surgery? Oh, yeah, I'm blah, sure. I'm blah, blah. sure. Yeah,
1: because they knew it was minor. I'm sure they just said, because was that on, were they on camera when they said like, oh, he had successful surgery? Pictures. Right. So then they just, so they edit that in on Thursday yeah. and have them just record voiceover. Yeah, that's what that's what I thought. That, that's all they did yeah. for that. Yeah. So Any other notes from SmackDown? No, I'm okay. just really
0: excited for Bo Dallas.
1: <laughs> that's right. Bo Dallas debuts this coming Friday. Mm-hmm. Very excited. Um, Raw, Open with uh, Bray Wyatt cutting a promo, interrupting the "then now forever." Yes, which I thought was I thought that awesome. was great. And honestly, it was like a chilling promo. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Yes, really good. Hey, London, I expected more from you. Me too. Crowd, Crab- you're, you're chanting what? You're better than that. You know you're better than that. You do it anyway. I what I hated is that they were they played like the shitty
0: parts really, really shitty. Like, mm-hmm. they would say, what? They mm-hmm. would chant for JBL yep. and do all this stuff, but then they'd get behind Bray Wyatt. Yep. And I'm like, you can't. Yeah. Pick one. Yep,
1: Just exactly. pick one. Yep. Uh, so, my note here is that the crowd cheers for Bray Wyatt, and I figured this out. Because he is, like, human hmm. and fresh, John Cena is, like, this big superhero, safe puff Marshmallow Man who, like, can't be beat. <laughs> like... Bray Wyatt is human and defeatable and flawed and fucked up, and John Cena is like the perfect Superman, Mm -hmm. and they boo John Cena because he's just been doing like the same shtick forever, but it's like this Superman shtick, Mm -hmm. and it's really tired, and Bray Wyatt is really fresh.
0: Yes, and what I love about the writing with this, and this is what I had noted from this whole thing, is that it's interesting that somehow John Cena is kind of the heel Mm -hmm. to the people who want him to be the heel, like you and me and probably all of the internet. Mm -hmm. He's the heel in this match, whereas Bray Wyatt is really, like, playing the face. Mm -hmm. But, like, for the kids, it's, oh, John Cena's the face and Wyatt's the heel. Yeah. So, it's it's really cool that, I don't know if they mean to do this, Mm -hmm. but I think that's a really cool thing that they've actually created in this match.
1: That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, So, we roll right into uh, a match, our first match of the night. Sheamus against Cesaro, they show what happened on main event where uh, Cesaro... I think just beat the shit out of Sheamus, didn't he? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then um, it is uh, a non-title match. The notes that I have from this match, and and Sheamus lost, which I thought was interesting. Um, He lost to a German suplex after being distracted on the outside by Paul Heyman, uh, who cut a great promo before the match. Of course. Uh, My notes are, I love English football chants. I love, like... They have like football chants and yeah. it's great. And mm-hmm. I think they're really cool. We don't have that in America. We don't. So I, I always really like that. The commentary fucking sucks. Yes. The commentary was exceptionally oh my bad. God. Especially at the beginning of the show. It was yeah. really, really bad. It was really, really bad. The crowd wanted the Cesaro swing so fucking bad. They were chanting swing like, I think on two or three separate occasions. Yeah. And he did not deliver. That's Good. a heel. Uh, the no handshake at the end when. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheamus goes, Oh, fella, hey, fella, you're a f- good job, fella, you got me, fella. And he goes to like shake his hand, and then Cesaro just, Let's pull him in. Okay, yeah, okay. And then walks over to him. Oh, pull that hand away. It. Oh, it's a shameful thing. Yep. Well, I didn't trust Sheamus anyways. No, exactly. Uh, any notes from that match
0: at all? I just, the crowd sucked. Yeah. It really bothered me. Because they were like...
1: chanting for all the commentators. They, they, it was like they wanted to get all the We Are Awesome chants like, yeah. out of the way early. Yeah, but they didn't Nope, nope uh, We are told that there's a Beat the Clock Intercontinental Title tournament thing To face the IC champion Wade Barrett uh, There's going to be A Beat the Clock challenge tonight mm-hmm. And the first match that we have Is Big E Against Ryback Ryback guy. Ryback who is built from Las Vegas Instead yep. of Sin City This week Oh, really? Yeah, I thought that was weird uh, Ryback cuts a little promo I he was th- always built from Las Vegas Always from Sin City Huh Yep Uh, Ryback cuts a little second screen promo thing where he goes ah it's big guy and I'm gonna um, I love it the clock's ticking tick tock what's bigger than Big Ben the big guy tick tock Uh, the crowd chants Goldberg the commentary was exceptionally bad again and uh, Biggie won with the big ending at five minutes and two seconds uh, I believe that Ryback has a new beanie, where it's the RX. Mm-hmm. I think it's a Ryback's beanie. It is. They're that's both wearing it.
0: Very cool. I want that beanie. Um, prescription beanie.
1: Yeah, that's what it was. The prescription beanie. I thought that was funny. Uh, my one note of the actual wrestling in this match mm-hmm. is that I really like Ryback's spinebuster. Yeah, I really yeah. like that that catch, and then like it's like that double A kind of yeah. spinebuster. But it's also like Farouk and Bradshaw's spinebuster when they mm-hmm. were the acolytes. Yeah, it was that kind of catch and like throw. I love those it, kind of spinebusters. It busters. looks so heavy. Mm-hmm. It just makes them look so fucking tough. I love spinebusters that are yeah. like huge like that. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. So I thought that was really cool. Big mm-hmm. E won. Um, understandably, so I figured he was gonna win. Uh, you know, you got to get him close. He's got to, you know, yeah. go back for the IC title. Uh, next, we had r Truth come out with some Funkadactyls. They do a dance and a rap. I hate the rap. I hate, I hate the dance. dance. I, hate, I fucking it, hate it. The commentary talked all over it. Of course they did. <laughs> He's rapping and rapping, and the commentary just starts fucking stomping on it. Because cool, the rapping sucks. Yeah, it's awful. Uh Fondango comes out with Layla. They're Fondango. Yeah, they're Fandango and Michael. Yeah, alright. And then they're everyone in the crowd's all into it. Yep. Um, London has not gotten past like post-WrestleMania crowds, like, two years ago. (laughs) Like, not this last WrestleMania crowd. The WrestleMania crowd before that is, Mm -hmm. like, where London's stuck at. Yeah. Because they, like, chanted, like, real big for Ziggler, too. It was weird. Yeah, so it it was just kind of like, okay, cool. So, apparently, uh, Fondango and Layla are going to take on R-Truth and one of the two Funkadactyls he came out with, which one I do not know. Yeah. Um, But Mm -hmm. Summer Rae returned. (laughs) Which... I thought this was so awesome.
0: Me too. I thought this was great. I was so disinterested when Our Truth came out, and then Fondango came out. But then when Summer Ray came out, I'm like, all right, let's go. So she kissed
1: Fondango. Mm-hmm. Layla got pissed. <laughs> they go to a cat fight. The crowd starts chanting, "Yes!" Fondango pulls Layla out of the ring, mm-hmm. and it's so funny because she's so small that he just he like held her like sideways, and yeah. she was still like clawing and kicking. I thought that was really <laughs> funny. Uh, but. After like the kiss, Fandango was like looking back at Summer Rae, yeah. like ooh, ooh, what once was, yes, what once was. <laughs> so after the uh, Layla Fondango uh, Summer Rae love triangle, uh, there was no match. Nope. Even though they came out for a match, I guess I guess if something interrupts your match, you just don't have to wrestle that night. Mm-mm. Daniel Bryan's music hits. What? He's not supposed to be here. What? He, oh man! Wow, that's incredible. Even Michael Cole was like, "Whoa, hey, uh, whoa, okay." <laughs> Stephanie McMahon comes out brilliant the crowd brilliant! the crowd fucking hated her what a great heel i mean it was awesome but then she plays a little bad news barrett i've got some bad news for you type thing and the crowd goes nuts for it and uh-huh. then she's like maybe i'll strip the title from daniel bryan and give it to kane boo maybe i'll strip it and give it to bad news barrett yeah she just went <laughs> you're so predictable. I <laughs> thought that was so. She was so.
0: I man. thought that was so good. She's but so good.
1: she's not going to strip the title from him. She's going to make him come to Raw next week and they're going to decide she she wants him to relinquish the title in person on Raw next week. So I guess we have to wait another week to see what happens there. Ooh. Uh yeah, exactly. The mm-hmm. crowd was hating Stephanie. Yep. It was great. It was perfect. Any notes from her promo at all? I mean, she's just such a great heel. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Perfect heel. Um 3MB. I'm sorry. The Union Jacks come out. What are you thinking? The The Union Jacks. The Union Jacks come out. So like a shitty jumping jack. No, it was a satisfaction. It sounded like it sounded like a satisfaction. (laughs) The commentary was awful and kept trying to like force in like these Rolling Stones jokes and and like but then King would do like Beatles jokes and it's like that's not what we're doing. God, I hate King. (laughs) So he Slater came out with uh, 3MB as the Union Jacks and they cut a promo. Union Jacks are back, baby. Hey. (laughs) <laughs> they are interrupted by Lana and Rusev. Lana says that uh, the UK will soon become like the US, uh, a second tier power to mm-hmm. Russia. And she shows pictures of uh, like the Capitol building holding like, like the Russian flag and all this stuff.
0: Winston Center Abbey with yeah. the fucking Russian was, flag. I thought that was great. Uh, um,
1: Rusev comes out and cuts a promo in Bulgarian. Beats the shit out of everyone in 3MB Yeah he hindered Jinder He did Do not do not please do not hinder Jinder And mm-hmm. he quickly hindered him Very uh, quickly And then he steps. gave uh, He gave Union Jack member Heath Slater The accolade And this was quickly over mm-hmm. I I had a note here um, Are there USA patriotic chants For the UK You know how we chant USA USA To like a foreign invader type yeah. thing Yeah I don't know do people chant UK, UK? Are there? Uh there probably is, but we don't know them cuz we're American. If you are from the UK or or any other country and you have like those nationality like those like yeah, patriotic kind of chants, email us and let the, let us know what they are. Go home show at mega64.com. I really want to know. I was really watching this going like this is supposed to get you against the Russians as like a patriot for your yeah. country. But I don't know what their patriotic chant is.
0: I was thinking like you know, if there's anything from Lebanon that I'm aware of, I think I think America's the only kind of country that would actually have a chant like that. Really? I feel like they are. Yeah. I, I mean, aside from, like, maybe the Olay chants that you'd get here in Mexico during yeah. soccer games, mm-hmm. but
1: I don't know. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, next, we had a Shield promo. Mm-hmm. Uh, switched up the order of talking a little bit. Dean again went first, then Roman Reigns, then Seth Rollins. Uh, it was a promo about how they're just going to put down Evolution at Payback. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a really good promo. Dean Ambrose should not be talking first. WWE, I know you're listening to this. Come on, Vinny. Vince McMahon, I know you're personally listening to this. The only podcast that you listen to, I know it. I know it. You have to, you have to say Dean Ambrose needs to talk last because (laughs) Uh, he's the attention grabber. But then after that, it's like not quite mm -mm. close, 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 close. And that's not taking anything away from Roman and Seth. I think they're great. Think I think this promo was really good too. Yep. Talked about nine stitches and all this stuff, and I thought it was really good. after that, we had a next beat the clock challenge. Yep. So, Alberto Del Rio versus RVD. Mm-hmm. My first note is that uh, Alberto Del Rio has no knee pads on. I wrote that too. What the fuck? Uh, he heard us. He's, He's embarrassed. Alberto Del Rio, I know you're listening to this. I, I know you're embarrassed about the knee pads. It's okay, man. You can cool. wear them next. Hey, you know what, man? You can wear them next week. That's okay. Uh, like, it's fine, man. Yeah. Um, I feel like he just didn't pack them. I think you're right. <laughs> I, I That was I was honestly, like, my next thought. After I wrote it down, I went, he just forgot them. Uh <laughs> RVD won with a roll up at four minutes and 15 seconds. So it beat Big E's time. Yeah. They showed Big E watching TV in the back. Mm-hmm. Fucking stop doing that. I hate that. Why are you doing that? Still? And they only do it with Big E. Yeah. No, they did it with RVD later that night. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> but they, like, I don't get why you cut to that shot. That shot's not interesting. <laughs> There you go. Uh, RVD went for, like, Rolling Thunder twice and, like, didn't hit it either time. No. Man, like, ran back and forth and did, like, a leg drop and then, like, ran back and forth and did, like, a flip. Yeah. It looked fucking stupid. I'm so tired
0: of RVD. It was really I, I, Am I the only person who's a, who feels I, that? I don't really care for him. Like, I, I saw, I, I, my note for that match is, oh, ADR versus RVD, I don't
1: care. <laughs> uh, yeah, it wasn't, eh, it wasn't much of anything. Mm-hmm. I thought there was a cool spot where RVD goes for the five-star frog splash and doesn't get it. Yeah, that's rare mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. He always hits it. Um, next we go. So again, RVD won it four minutes and fifteen seconds. So Biggie's out. Uh, Cena promo backstage with Renee Young. He says that he's uh, hanging out with the Usos. He's bringing the Usos as reinforcements, which I assume will lead to the Wyatt's eventually facing them for like tag titles and everything. Yeah. Uh, they do a Wolf of Wall Street chest beating thing. Better than last week, at least. W- was it? Mm, at
0: least he wasn't talking. Stop. Just stop. Like,
1: God, what a... And how irrelevant. Yeah, right? Like, that wasn't even that popular when it was popular. (laughs) It's like seven months after the movie came out. (laughs) But again, that's not even like a meme that really caught on or Uh, anything. That's just like a part of a movie that I thought was okay. Yeah. Okay, whatever, man. Whatever. Fucking bizarre. Anyway, Evolution had a promo after that. Mm -hmm. uh, Batista's talking about taking out Rollins. All by himself. So, Seth Rollins comes out all by himself. Because everyone, non-officials, banned from ringside. Yep. Um, Triple H comes out right after Rollins. Boo. And and he says that uh, he is the special guest ring announcer. Which is funny because he didn't ring announce Seth Rollins. Uh -uh. Um, He also said that Randy Orton is the special guest timekeeper. (laughs) So, Batista comes out, and he's announced by Triple H. I thought very well. Yeah. I thought he was very well announced. Batista comes out, and then Seth Rollins walks to the outside of the ring, picks up a microphone, which was on the steps for Mm -hmm. some reason, and uh, says, hey, don't worry, I got some special official guests as well. And he brings out Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns as special, like, official commentators. Yep. Special guest commentators. Here's the note that I have. Triple H is furious. Can't he make them not come out because he's the boss? (laughs) No, because Brad Maddox is general manager. But he has made general managers on the show not general managers. He's, like, taking Vicky from SmackDown and gone, hey, you have the night off, Brad Maddox is yeah. in place now. So can't he just go, hey, no, you guys can't do this, and, like, send him to the back? Uh, not if he is in the ring. The Evolution <laughs> evolution looks like fucking dumb goons at every turn in this feud. They keep losing. Yeah. They keep getting the shit kicked out of Mm -hmm. them. They're like not intimidating. Mm -mm. They have to win this match at Payback to be any kind of threat to the Shield. Period. (laughs) If they lose this match at Payback, they're not a draw. They're like, Mm -mm. who gives a shit about this team? Go away. Like you lost twice. Yeah. So what do you think the billing is there? They lose it, payback, and then I mean they're and, not, and then yeah, and then they have like a rub, or like a rubber match at like whatever the next pay per view is. I would assume, yeah, or like one on one matches or something. But like whatever they're doing now, where Evolution just keeps like losing and getting the shit kicked out of them, is like goofy. Yeah, it's really goofy. I mean the, the only thing
0: I can no, that's I, I was just gonna come up with like the dumbest, most long winded idea, which mm-hmm. is Daniel Bryan gives like Roman Reigns the title. Yes, yeah, no,
1: it's like stupid. Bu- no, it doesn't. Yeah, no, no, none of that works. Some bullshit yeah. like that. No. So. Uh, This match ends where uh, Rollins wins via DQ when he gets punched by Triple H. Here's a rundown of my notes. Uh, Dean Ambrose fucking kills it on the mic. He's so goddamn good. Mm -hmm. He is so good at every turn. He takes everything they throw at him and, like, spins it Mm -hmm. to make it so fucking excellent. He's great. Roman Reigns said two things. Yeah. But that was Roman Reigns, and Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with that. Mm -mm. Seth Rollins hits a blockbuster, which is Tyson's kid finisher. And then he hits that spinning, like, neckbreaker thing, which is JTG's finisher. Wow. So Seth Rollins' gimmick is that he just gets everyone else's finishers. If you're a low-card guy, Seth Rollins does your moves. (laughs) Uh, I really love Batista with a beard. Me too. And then when it all broke down and Evolution and Shield starts to brawl, there's a guy that looked just like Action Bronson sitting behind the commentary table. Big old fat white guy, like, bald, huge right. beard. And I'm just like, is Action Bronson in London? He might be. That's pretty cool. He has a song called Barry Horowitz. If you ever heard Action Bronson, Barry Horowitz, go listen to it. It's really good. It's about Barry—oh, he's awesome, like Barry Horowitz. He pats himself on the back. If, if you don't know Barry Horowitz, he's, like, a world-famous jobber. I think they actually talked about him in the show. I think oh, they brought up—I think they mentioned Barry Horowitz. I
0: tend to tune out the commentary. I understand
1: that. <laughs> Barry Horowitz is, like, a guy who just lost and lost and lost and lost, but, like, was good, like, yeah. while doing it. Um ambrose jumped like a cat again that was another note that i had triple h takes a nice bump on the commentary table yeah that was pretty cool any other notes from this match no just really fun excited
0: to see what happens with this feud Mm -hmm. uh all really good wrestlers but yeah they're they're just being
1: they look like goons out there and i don't know what's going on with that um they just keep getting beat evolution just keeps getting beat yeah whatever next we have alicia fox already in the ring and Paige, the hometown hometown putting quotes in yeah the hometown girl um Big ovation for Paige. Very cool. I'm sure that meant a lot to her. I thought that was great. Yeah, The crowd was very hot for her. A lot of Paige signs in the crowd. Mm -hmm. The match starts. Alicia Fox is super aggressive, and then so is Paige. Uh, Paige hits the page-turner. Commentary doesn't call it. King doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Alicia Fox kicks out of it. Yeah. Um, I thought that was interesting. Mm -hmm. So that's not going to be her finisher. She'll just use it like a little signature move, I guess. Yeah. Um, they're gonna go with a modified scorpion uh, Crosslock. yeah hell yeah modified Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) because a woman does it I guess Uh, again the commentators are terrible through this match I thought this was a nice little spotlight for the women I thought they looked really good Yeah. couple of pretty cool bumps where like Paige gets set up on like the barricade on the outside and then gets like shoved off by Alicia Fox I thought that was pretty cool the end came where Alicia Fox threw Paige into like the corner Mm -hmm. from like the backbreaker position and then just like kicked the shit out of her fucking face Yeah. and then won and the crowd went fucking nuts they hated it
0: what a what a great way to get a heel yep, over
1: yep so then alicia fox continues her gimmick of hat stealer yes uh, she has gone and now stolen king's crown <laughs> she's jumping on tables saying she's the queen mm-hmm. she's going onto the barricade she steals a soda from a little kid dumps it all over herself and starts shaking like the soda off on some guy in the front row who is less than thrilled about it oh, alicia fox
0: i love it
1: alicia fox please date me i love you <laughs> you are the best thing going you're just the queen of everything i love you You're great. Alicia Fox, I know you're listening to this. Kudos to you. I love it. 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 I love it.
0: (laughs) So awesome. Any other notes from that? Oh, I just, the fact that they had her lose in England, I thought was a brilliant thing because you expected her to win. Yep.
1: So that'll lead to a rubber match at payback, Mm -hmm. I assume. Yeah. Uh, Which hopefully they give more than two minutes to. I hope they get like 10 minutes to like really go. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would like to see that. Me too. Next we have a Wyatt Family promo um, where Harper starts talking. Harper's like the first one to talk. He calls John Cena a mouse. Yeah. Then he's the snake. It's like a snake and a rat. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Mm. Uh, I thought this promo was okay. It wasn't, like, the best ever, but I like Harper getting mic time. He is growing more and more. Yeah. You're getting really to know him and everything. He's in the main event against John Cena. But next we have uh, Mark Henry against Dolph Ziggler in an uh, icy beat-the-clock match. Uh, Dolph Ziggler cuts a promo. On the second screen thing, and then Mark Henry walks in and just interrupts it. I thought that was great. It was. I thought that was very funny.
0: I, I like that they're doing stuff with the IC title. I just, it would, I, I want it to be more consistent. I agree. I, I would,
1: I would, like, I would like feuds opposed to tournaments. Yeah. But what I hate at this point, taking what I can get. Yeah. Uh, so I, I really don't mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, my notes here. Oh, uh, Ziggler won. Yeah. I guess. He hits the zigzag, and then right as he's going for the pin, time runs out. Yeah. And so RVD is going to be. The guy facing <sighs> Bad News Barrett. Um, but my notes from this match Henry dominated yeah. like the whole time. He kept throwing like, Dolph Ziggler kept getting like tossed like the outside of the ring and yeah. just getting fucking de- destroyed. Just destroyed. My other annoyed, note on that is that Dolph Ziggler sells too much and looks very weak. Yeah. He gets like, hey, I like watching him get tossed around. It's like, well, ragdoll physics. It's so yeah. exciting. Like, he has no offense Mm-mm. that looks strong. And when he just gets hit by anything, it's like he gets shot to the moon. Yeah. He has to stop doing that if he wants to be credible. I think that's really the thing that's like holding him back right now. Yeah. I know that he makes other guys look good, but it's been going on for so long that it's making him look weak.
0: Yeah. He like whatever road agent he's working with needs to kind of be like, hey, you need to dial back the selling. I think yeah,
1: and, and hey, you know what? That's coming from two guys who don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. There you go. We'll be the first to tell you that uh that's just what we think mm-hmm. and we really like that's just but how I- we
0: feel like but I agree.
1: Yeah, I mean, and then they they had that
0: weird like botched Famouser uh, spot. I did. I wrote ugly Famouser. I don't it know was, what happened. It was
1: very weird. It just Mark Henry didn't get over. Or Dolph Ziggler didn't get over yeah. like the right way. It was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then again, the zigzag that was just seconds too late. RVD came out and he will be facing Bad News Barrett at Payback. Bad News Barrett comes out and just gives <laughs> a bullhammered RVD the back of the fucking head. It looked awesome. Uh, he cuts an awesome promo mm-hmm. where he's a he's a Britishman who's not going to lose to some bloody Yank crowd loved that oh fuck yeah they did and then they played like hail britannia yeah but it was like i think that's the song that um i think that's the version that uh british bulldog came out to oh really yeah uh, i'm mean, pretty no. sure that was british bulldogs theme music i don't remember british bulldog theme so music. i thought so i thought that was pretty cool yeah uh and then again i noted does the uk have patriotic chants like the usa hmm. i'm curious yeah so please let us know
0: i would love to know i'm sure we would have heard them then
1: yep adam rose comes out next uh with renee young he gets a big ovation from the crowd. Everyone's singing his song, uh, which makes me think he's like a little bit of flash in the pan like Fandango. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. JBL hates it and I love that he hates it. Me too. He's just shitting on it and I love that he's shitting on it. I think it's really funny. Yeah. Um, Adam Rose is really good on the mic. Yeah. I thought that the promos that he was cutting and everything, that was great. Since coming to WWE, I've found him way, way, way more interesting than when he was at yep. NXT. I agree. Because he's not doing squash matches. Yeah. And, he, and he's actually talking. He's mm-hmm. doing something. Mm-hmm. And I thought that his promo was really good and everything. And then he called Zebby and 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 Jackie or whatever the fuck you call them. He says, uh, "You gotta loosen up. You gotta be a lemon, not a. You gotta be a rosebud. Don't be lemon." Okay, and then okay. and then uh, Zeb and Swagger come out, mm-hmm. and the crowd singing their music too. Yeah, which <laughs> um, is weird. Zeb Coulter calls Renee Young Raylene. I love that. I <laughs> fucking ah! love that. that. I love he, that he does <laughs> that. Raylene.
0: I love Zeb Coulter. So he
1: cuts a promo where he says he's gonna beat up Adam Rose, but then. Jack Swagger with a cheap shot. Oh, I that's... really wanted to see him fight. Yeah, and then and then he and then Jack Swagger starts being the big American bully, like getting in the face of all like yeah. the, the Exotic Express, and then Adam Rose comes in and just lays out Swagger. I thought it looked pretty good. It did. Jumped on him, started beating him, and then hits him off the apron and everything. Is a good way to end that or whatever. After that, we got a Bo Dallas vignette. He debuts on SmackDown. You just got to Bo leave. Yes. Can't wait. Let's Bo leave uh, together. Let's Bo leave. Uh, I'm very excited. Uh... Any notes so far, Adam Rose or Bo Dallas? I just really wanted to see Zeb Coulter wrestle. Yeah, me too. Right? <laughs> like I really—he was like—he was like going for it. He's I like, thought well, it was going it was to happen shit. so bad, yep, and then yep. it didn't. Nope. Whatever. Oh well. Next, yeah. we got Cena against Harper. Um, this was your main event. Uh, the Usos came out. John Cena and the whole Wyatt family's down at ringside. Mm. Uh, Harper is such a good big man. Man, he's flying around the ring. He wrestles like he's in somebody else's body. It's crazy. He's hitting big boots, sura diving to the outside. The crowd's like going nuts. Yeah. Uh, The end of the match came where... uh, Oh, what was it? It was a DQ win when uh, Rowan attacked John Cena. Yeah. In that match, though, the crowd really loved Harper, who's flying and diving and doing all sorts of crazy shit. Every... A clothesline, every punch, every boot looks fucking life-ending for him. Jesus. It just looks like it takes heads off. Puts it's awesome. everything behind it. I
0: love watching him wrestle.
1: I really liked in this match where the Usos and the Wyatts got involved, because mm-hmm. the Usos got fucking taken out. Yeah. They came in and just ran towards Bray Wyatt, who, instead of, like, cross-body blocking people, which he's done, mm-hmm. he just caught him and hit Sister Abigail on both of them, so fucking breakneck fast, it looked so good. It was so clean. Yep. It, I...
0: We've talked about how we don't normally like that move, mm. but Bray Wyatt hits it with such intensity and like it's smoothness. it's because he's
1: never it's never big and slow. It's yeah. it's like a snap and he spins with it and yeah. it, and a guy that size it just looks good. It does. Uh so the Wyatt's start just destroying Cena up the ramp. Fall away slams, just tearing him up. They're pulling him all the way to the top of the ramp. Hit Sister Abigail on mm-hmm. the top of the ramp. John Cena's fucking out yes, and then Bray Wyatt starts singing. He's got the whole world in his hands. The crowd's chanting yes. They're singing along, and Luke Harper is counting to ten the whole time. That's awesome. That John Cena's down. Uh, also, I think that he uh, sister Abigail him so hard, John Cena's shoe fell off. Yeah, he did. And then and then Luke Harper threw it into the crowd. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I had to rewind that and go. Wait, was that John Cena's shoe? It was. Do Do you think he didn't
1: realize that that was John Cena's shoe? I think he fucking knew exactly whose shoe it was. <laughs> Uh, I thought that was really, really funny. Yeah. I thought that was great. Mm and It it made for a really cool end to Raw where I'm very interested to see where it goes next. Me too. Um, Any other notes from Raw? Uh, uh, Just the crowd really
0: bummed me out. Oh, yeah? That that was like the overarching thing. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I really like how Raw has been. It's been kind of loose, a little bit more... uh, more fun it feels like it's wrestler driven not just writer driven yeah so you're seeing a lot more character and personality um, I'm really excited to see what's gonna happen with this whole Daniel Bryan thing because mm-hmm. I think they're if they were gonna take the title away they would have taken the title away I, I agree so I think it's gonna be the slow
1: build to uh, to like SummerSlam yep. or something like that yeah. when he comes back it'll be interesting um, I'm very excited to see kind of where, where it goes next and everything mm-hmm. uh, we got a couple of emails we got a few here our first one is on Tumblr from uh, CyberRad69. Uh, she said, I just got back from my first house show ever, and I can honestly say it was the fun- one of the funnest experiences of my life. Yay. I cannot recommend it enough. I thought I'd write a bit about what go- what went on. It was the WrestleMania Revenge Tour in England. Zeb Coulter came out and said he was happy to be in Scotland, and the crowd went absolutely insane. This was in England. <laughs> He then continued talking about England, how how England and Scotland were basically the same thing, and how we're not better than America. That's he then asked if we could refrain from booing him, or he'd have to get Jack Swagger to slap every single one in the audience. It was hilarious. Fundango and Mark Henry had an audience vote match, uh, which voted, which ended in a dance off. Mark Henry got out a Michael Jackson glove and started dancing to Billie Jean. He then wow. grabbed two kids from the audience. Instead of dancing with them, it was adorable. And then when it came time for Bad News Barrett to show up, the crowd went insane and it was awesome. Everyone was making Bad News Barrett chants throughout the whole thing, and some even started singing "God Save the Queen." He was really great. My biggest fear was that I had heard uh, the first, my biggest fear is that I heard the day before that Roman Reigns had got severely injured and couldn't make it. I was so disappointed because he's my favorite wrestler. But my entire night was made when he showed up at the end with Randy Orton. Had a great main event. I lost my voice, my voice from screaming so hard other notable things there was a part where seth got punched and everyone saw a white chunk fly out of his mouth and it looked like a tooth it's probably his gum yep there was a child in a john cena shirt in front of us who was shouting i don't like you the entire night (laughs) (laughs) during halftime me and my two friends went for some drinks and this massive strange guy with a really deep voice came up to us continued to shake all of our hands and hug us then asked if we were lesbians. <laughs> we proceeded to walk back to our seats abruptly. <laughs> wow. Ah. All right. Oh, and also the taxi driver asked us if uh, where we were going, and when we said to a wrestling show, he replied in broken English and said, Undertaker? <laughs> and he then said, I have met Batika. <laughs> Apparently he met Batista at the gym once. That was pretty cool. Anyway, sorry for rambling. I had loads of fun and recommend anyone who wants to go to go. Thank you, CyberAd69 on Tumblr. I thought that was great. I thought that was a a very cool little write-up for a house show. I'm really glad that you went. I I hope more people go. Me too. Like, hey, WWE live events are really fun. Mm -hmm. TV events are really fun. Pay-per-view events are really fun. House shows are, like, loose. Yeah. And, like, you don't have to, like, I feel like they play more to the crowd in the round. Opposed to playing to a TV camera, playing to you know certain areas and everything like that, they they don't do the moves just one way to the other. They play to all four corners, and Mm -hmm. it's very fun to see. Mm -hmm. So never feel like if it's coming to your town, like you should skip it. You should go. You should absolutely go. And it doesn't matter what kind of seats you get because honestly, it's pretty good wherever you're going to see it. And it's more wrestling if it's a house show. Yeah. Uh, Next one's from Eddie Rock. Just two quick questions this week. How do you feel about Bo Dallas debuting on SmackDown? I feel that it shows them trying to give a recap. uh, A recap down a little validity. Uh, I think he's calling it like recap down instead of SmackDown. (laughs) Recap down. (laughs) I mean, that's what it is. Which uh, it looks like him debuting on SmackDown. Like, how do you honestly feel about him debuting on SmackDown, not Raw? I, I kind of like it because it adds some content to SmackDown. It's interesting. It's something... Look, I'm honestly looking forward to it on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I, I am. I'm really looking forward to
0: it. I watch SmackDown. I, I've i been happy with the storylines mm-hmm. continuing on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, tired of so many six-man six tag matches, but whatever. I get it. You want to put everybody on the card. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, I... I I think it's a. I think it's a cool thing. I heard somewhere they might be doing SmackDown live on Tuesday
1: nights. Yeah, that that's. They just signed like this big NBC Universal deal, and like they're kind of. They don't know what they're going to be doing about yeah. that in the future. Um, so I guess we'll wait and see mm-hmm. or whatever. But I'm I'm excited about Bo Dallas debuting mm-hmm. on Raw or SmackDown because we're going to see him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he is going to be on SmackDown, so that'll be interesting. Uh, who do you think is the most underutilized talent on the roster? He says. I know it's a popular fanboy answer, but I feel like it's Ziggler. He has the ring skills, the charisma, the fan support, the mic skills—everything that you want—and a big star in wrestling. I'm curious what who you guys feel is most underutilized. I think it's Sandow. I think it's Fandango. Hmm. Fondanga, saddle with a poor gimmick, way better than that. Good on the mic, good in the ring. Yeah, I agree. San- Sandow is one of those guys too. I-, I would agree with
0: both of those. I think those are the two top underutilized characters who honestly feud against should, should feud against each other. Yep, and that would be a cool little thing. Like they're they're guys who could do more, but there's just no
1: place for them right now yeah i i agree um i think things will get shuffled around you'll see some some lower card guys move up and everything because yeah. uh, they got to move some mid card guys up to the main event because they don't have anyone for daniel bryan to face think about that yeah uh this next one's from mike s so i know you guys aren't much into rumors or dirt sheets and the like but i was wondering if you'd heard or had any thoughts about the recent flurry of rumors and confirmations about wwe signings recently prince Devitt, kevin steen willie mack and kenta are all big names that are being rumored to coming nxt if all the if that's true, and goes off without a hitch, it's looking like NXT is going to be really exciting the next few months, especially with Solomon Crowe coming to debut. What do you th- Have you heard of any of those... like? No, not really familiar. I, with. I really, I mean, I know who they are. I mean, I we've mean, seen Kevin I'm, Steen yeah. a bunch, and
0: I know who Prince Devitt
1: is. Yeah, uh, I
0: haven't seen too much of Willie Mack. We've or seen. Kenta. You, I mean,
1: you've seen him on those like PWG recaps. Big, big dude. Oh, oh that guy. Yeah. yeah, he's doing like moonsaults and looking like the outside. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, is so awesome. that's interesting. And Kenta, who's a big Japanese wrestler, like mm. big time Japanese wrestler. Um, until I really hold off in like talking about that stuff because until I actually see them, yeah, or like me too, until like they're there. I don't believe that they're ever going to debut. I agree. Uh, it's so like... We could sit here and pause it and f- like, ooh, wow, yeah, about yeah. a whole bunch of stuff. But exactly. it's like,
0: mm, uh, just show me when it's there. I mean, because there's so much we could talk about mm-hmm. speculation-wise on the main roster. Yeah. So let's go with like hard facts, yeah, I think. Yeah, exactly.
1: And and that's all speculation. Once they actually debut and Kevin Steen's name is like Paul Steenwell or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'll be like, then I'll start going, like, then I'll start forming opinions about, like, what should happen and where he's going to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Mike also asked I was wondering if you guys caught the ROH uh, New Japan War of the Worlds crossover on the 19th. I actually watched a little bit of it. I haven't seen, uh, like, full match stuff. I have not. But I'm really excited to see the Young Bucks and uh, Redragon and, uh, that uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Kevin C match, like those look like fucking off the wall, like awesome indie matches. Awesome. Those look so good. I need to like track these matches down. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll watch them. Come over one day, we'll watch them. That, I figure that that's how it's probably gonna yeah. be. Uh, our last email, uh, email of the week, JD Wagner, uh, subject line: Yo. Body of the email: The twenty four seven hardcore title was dope as shit. Crash Holly for Hall of Fame twenty fifteen, and that'll wrap it up for another episode of the Go Show. You guys can get a hold of us on Twitter, at Go Home Show. You can find us on Tumblr, the Go Home Show, dot facebook.com, slash the Go Home Show. Uh, You can find us on YouTube if you want to listen to the episodes on YouTube instead of downloading them every week. Uh, I've been actually compressing them differently, mm-hmm. so the files aren't 150 megs. It's like 50 megs only, uh, or like 100 megs, somewhere like around there. Uh, so it's easier to download on iTunes. Yep. But if you want to f- listen to it on YouTube, youtube.com slash Eric Badur mm-hmm. We have the new one up there. We have a playlist. Go check it out. Uh, and then you can also go to iTunes subscribe please right Uh, leave us a rating leave us a comment that says wow these guys are just great best friends who really like wrestling and I can't believe what best friends they are while they like wrestling so much. Yes. Uh, That would be the review that we would hope that you leave. Something like that. Uh, Something loosely a bit (laughs) around that. So that'll do it. Brian, how do you think episode 14 went? I thought it was a really good episode. You think it was a pretty good episode? Very comprehensive. Wow, comprehensive. Yeah. Hey, you guys can leave an iTunes rating that says, wow, these best friends are so comprehensive when it comes to wrestling.
0: These best friends are comprehensive.
1: (laughs) (laughs) These are some comprehensive best friends. (laughs) Guys, thank you for listening to episode 14 of The Go Home Show. Uh, we'll be back next week. And uh, again, email us. Let us know what emails or what emails you let us know what uh, pay per views you think we should be doing for our pay per view coming up, uh, yes. probably in the next few weeks. So uh, shoot us an email. And until then, Brian, do you want to tell everyone uh, goodbye?
0: I want to tell you to go home.